A fond wife, herself, sinking in the arms of death, looking at the last struggles of an affectionate and long-tried husband, surrounded by the dead bodies of their four innocent offspring, but a few hours before buoyant with life, health, happiness, and hope. In another spot was the dying mother, endeavoring with her raw and scalded arms to embrace the only child of her bosom, a cold, stiff corpse, untimely hurried to eternity by a violent and dreadful death. There laid a strong man, convulsively wrestling with death, whilst the hoarse rattle in his throat and the galvanic quivering of his eyes gave token of rapid dissolution. In another spot were the torn and mangled remains of a once beautiful woman, wearing even in her horrible death a sweet smile of peace and tranquility. Ranged side by side were the dead, dying, and the sufferers of excruciating agony. In this episode of Ricky's Historical Tidbits, I will tell you all about the Jenny Lind Steamboat Disaster. This is Ricky's Historical Tidbits Podcast, and this is Ricky Mortensen. Alviso. You may have never heard of it before. It was a port that was used for shipping to San Francisco from San Jose, sending things like hay, lumber, and produce to the city, in addition to passengers who would rather not take the long carriage ride to the city. At this time, the San Francisco and San Jose railroads were not yet built. And then, on April 11th, 1853, about 125 men, women, and children boarded a small steamboat named Jenny Lind. At this time, Jenny Lind was an extremely popular singer over in Europe, and P.T. Barnum, the circus guy, made her really famous in the United States, and many places and things were being named after her. The Nightingale, or Jenny Lind. Well, the steamboat was named after her. And that's where her connection begins and ends. This steamboat set sail and was making its way towards San Francisco. This journey takes about eight hours, and soon, around noon, a bell rang. Time for lunch. The passengers began their way down to the dining room. The women and children took their seats while the men took their time still talking amongst themselves. Soon, a strange noise was heard. Most didn't even hear it. Only a seasoned steamboat traveler would have understood what this noise potentially meant. James Torben. This man quickly lifted his coat over his face, dropped to the ground. A split second before what his gut knew to be true happened. Directly under the dining room was the boiler for the steamboat. The pressure built up and up until it exploded. Shooting out hot steam into the dining room to the unsuspecting travelers. 
Skin, hair, and clothes melted off of their bodies. Shrapnel from the floorboards and the boiler pierced some in the face, the chest, and the back. Mangled all in all with their insides burning from the inhaling of that steam. Eighteen passengers died within minutes. Many others were in dire conditions and likely to die soon after a long and painful death. Torben, the man who had covered himself with the coat, the coat disintegrated right off of him. Plenty of others were perfectly fine since they weren't even in the dining room yet. Two men in particular, Mr. Smith and Mr. Clark, grabbed the emergency boat and rowed to shore to get help. Within minutes, a ship called the Union set out and rescued the passengers and rushed them to San Francisco, which was still a few hours away. Some died on the way to San Francisco. Some survived a little longer. Some lived up to six days until they passed on. Quite a few prominent people died as well. The founder of the Daily Alta California newspaper, uh, a previous mayor of San Jose. In the end, a total of 32 people died, and between 10 and 20, depending on which source you read, were injured. One man in particular slowly went blind from shrapnel. But Jenny Lind was then brought to land where it was investigated. They figured somehow the pressure built up and shot out one of the covers on the boiler. They fixed it up, and it set sail again. But people were pretty scared the whole time. And on the third run after the explosion, a woman jumped overboard because she heard a noise. The ship owner decided to just get rid of it and sold it. It was renamed the San Jose and was put on a Napa route. That's it for this episode. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Ricky's Historical Tidbits Podcast. When you go to school and study history, they give you dates, they give you some names, and that's about it. But there's a lot more to California history, and that's where this show comes in. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show, and we hope you were entertained. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and Instagram at busy underscore Ricky. Find us on Facebook at Ricky's Historical Tidbits. Till next time, this is Ricky's Historical Tidbits Podcast, signing off.